welcome back to another episode of Resurgence or Radical Thoughts or whatever we're calling this at this point. Um, at this point, quarantine talk is now over with the three episodes that I did with Jackson, Jacob, and Caleb. So if you haven't checked those out yet, I highly encourage you to check those out. Um, we just discussed the the pandemic and just different aspects of it. And in my last episode, I stated that my next either series or episode topic was going to be called um, hashtag me too, unless it's me too, exposing the hypocrisy of the left. And I was in the process of thinking about how I was going to do that uh, until an incident happened a couple days ago that made me switch topics. And so I will no longer be doing that one because by the time that I finally work work out all the details of, of that and how to make the episode, <clears throat> it's going to be <clears throat> way, um, like, like irrelevant. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that anymore. Um, instead I'm going to put, I'm going to focus on just this incident that happened a, a few days ago, which I'm assuming if you're listening to this, you already know what incident I'm referring to. Um, and I'll get into, I'll get into that, uh, throughout this episode. Um, this incident that happened really has, I guess, caused a, a tug of war within my within my mind and within my heart. And last night I was staying up late thinking about it, and I was thinking about what what am I going to talk about? And I was making the outline, and I was adding stuff, deleting stuff, researching, and because I want to make sure that what I say is not not taken with um i i don't know like i don't i don't want it to be i don't want to come across as something that's that's negative because i have disagreements with stuff surrounding this issue and i don't want people to think of me as somebody who um is just anti-black or anti-black lives matter or anything like that um to me this really isn't much of a political issue as it is a a, a human human issue like this is this is um this deals with with human lives and i i think regardless of political affiliation we should be very we should be very careful about how we approach this and we should leave as many as many politics out of this if that makes sense um so yeah i stayed up late last night trying to trying to figure out what i was going to do for this and it it's kind of hard to explain because I, I don't want to like victimize myself. That's not what I'm trying to do at all. I'm not trying to victimize myself and thinking like, well, this hurts me um, because I know that it hurts people more than or other people more than it hurts me. It hurts other people far more than it hurts me. And I know that it hurts the, the black community far more than it hurts me. Like I know that I understand that I'm addressing that. Uh, and, and so with that said, what I am going to say about me, you can either, you can either take it or, or leave it. Um, but this isn't about me. If it sounds like I'm trying to make it about me, I'm not trying to do that. Um, but this tug of war that I'm kind of having in my heart kind of stems of being a, a son of a, a former police officer. Um, and the reason why that, the reason why this incident has a impact on that is because as somebody who is very pro police officer, I mean, every single not every single, but there's been many cases in the past where police have been 
portrayed as this negative force in media and as a bigoted racist community and I have been fighting against that because I have grew, grown up in the police community and so I've seen that all the statements that media make about cops is false and so watching this video and seeing how obviously wrong this is for these police officers to be doing this <clears throat> and at the same time being somebody who supports police uh, that's where the tug of war happens is like you don't want to believe that it's true but you know it's true and you have to accept that it's true and you kind of have to like you have to take the back seat and just kind of just listen to people be mad about it and like they have that right to do that because yeah this was wrong and it kind of makes you feel like even though it's not true it makes you feel like everything that you said about cops in the past is wrong because of this one situation that like everything that you've ever said like this this situation to to the other side of the the spectrum to them this just proves even more so why your argument on why cops are good for a community um is is wrong why it's a wrong perspective and a wrong point of view and so that's the the biggest tug of war that i that i have is seeing it's like it's like you're lo looking up to somebody um saying <clears throat> i got like something stuck in my throat say you're looking up to somebody like a, a celebrity and you or a parent or a friend and you you want them to do the best thing because you want to mimic them like you want to do the best thing and you you look up to them to to protect you to fight for you and when they don't do that uh, then it is extremely disappointing and it is really hard to come come to the aid uh, of of them in whatever situation that they're in when something like this happens so that's the biggest thing that has been kind of pulling on me throughout this whole situation um, and then the other thing is the pain of watching this incident uh, yet again yet again divides America that's the other thing that um, has been causing this tug of war is like oh great once again America is divided and I don't think it's something that we need to be divided at least not as divided as we are I think that there can be a healthy amount of division to spark healthy debates and discussion on this situation um, but this is now just making what we are we already had a canyon between like black lives matter and blue lives matter i'll just use those two terms throughout this whole course for explaining both sides and this canyon is only like widening and i th I, don't <clears throat> I don't think that this is something that needs to be like this great of a canyon i think that this is definitely a situation where maybe one side can stand on one side of a street and the other on another side of a street with like minimal indifferences in in the in the in the middle uh, but I, right now I feel like blue lives matters on one side of the, the Grand Canyon and black lives matters on the other side and there's absolutely no way that they're gonna be able to bridge this gap especially after something like this and after re repeated cases of stuff like this whether the cops were um, wrong or right in their situations in the past like this is yet again another situation that now we have to deal with and discuss um, and then the third thing uh, is watching the video um, it, it hurt and it should hurt everyone regardless of political affiliation economic or social status and race so as I've briefly said before this is something that everyone should be hurt by to a certain extent regardless of who you support or what you believe in 
because like I said, this is a to to God in, in, in his lens, this is a human on human. It's not necessarily a cop on black man or a man in power and a man of presumably innocence. Um, whether he was guilty or innocent at this point doesn't matter anymore. Um, but yeah, in the in the in the bigger picture, this is this is uh, this is man on man. This is the 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 root of our our human nature and our in our wickedness. So, this topic obviously is about what happened in <clears throat> in Minneapolis Monday night. Um, for those who may be listening to this and don't necessarily know what went on, um, pretty much what what happened is uh, res- officers responded to a report of forgery in progress, and a man named George Floyd, uh, who was the the suspect of the forgery, he was resisting arrest, um, which was not caught on video. I, I did see like a link on Facebook to uh, like a like a street cam or something like that and I, d- I didn't watch that so I don't I didn't see what happened before the the viral video was out um, but according to all the news sources that I've looked at he initially resisted arrest and when the officers gained control one officer kept his knee in the in the neck of, of George Floyd for about five to seven minutes about how long the video lasted and because of that, George Floyd lost consciousness, and he later died in Hennepin County Hospital. Uh, and throughout this whole event, uh, George Floyd was yelling out, "I can't breathe! I can't breathe!" And he was he was trying to comply with the cops, like he was telling that he, with as little breath as he had, he was trying to tell him that he he was w- willing to get up and, and get into the to the police car. And um, from what I could see, there was at least three or four officers uh i think i saw one obviously holding him down with his knee and his hands in his pocket uh another one was sort of uh, i think he was like controlling the crowd um which i I don't know what his whole being there was and then i think there was another guy behind the vehicle that we couldn't see out of sight and then um i think there was a fourth one somewhere around there as well um so yeah, that's that's everything that happened on on Monday night, and I'm recording this on Wednesday, Wednesday morning, and so Tuesday morning is when the the video went viral. Uh, I saw it while I was at work, and that's when people started reacting to this, and the um the, like the attorneys were picked and everything, and I believe this is going to court now. These uh, officers have now been fired. They were fired uh, yesterday afternoon. And now protesters, uh, I think they, they probably are there today, but I know they were there last night, uh, were protesting on the streets that these officers need to be, um, be held accountable and they need to go to court and they need to, they need to either plead guilty or be found guilty and they need to, um, they need to be imprisoned for, for murder. So that's everything that that's happened in the last couple of days relating the, this incident to happen in, in Minneapolis with with George Floyd. Um, I watched the video, obviously, and my initial thoughts and, and, and questions were why it's six of them. Why did they arrest him, which we now know is because of um, forgery, um, which was in progress. And number two, was their force necessary? Number three, was he handcuffed? That makes a huge difference um, if he was handcuffed or not like that. 
that is a, like a, a a breaking <laughs> key piece of evidence right there is was he handcuffed or not and number four why does the officer have his hands in his pockets as he is holding this man down number five why are the other cops not doing something about this and number six why are the bystanders just standing by and recording an innocent man being suffocated um yeah those are those are just my my initial like thoughts as i as i watched the the video and i'm going to address some of them throughout one of the things that i know that i won't be addressing later that i'll address now is why the bystanders just standing by recording an insane man being suffocated and i get why they didn't um at the same time like if you know this man is dying like you gotta you gotta come to their aid and i don't know what that looks like or but i do know that you know at the same time of like the police holding the public accountable to their actions and by law um we also have that that um capability of holding them uh accountable and when or not when you see an officer doing wrongdoing you can always call other other like divisions um i believe these were city cops and later it was the county cops that showed up and kind of um settled everything down um and i <laughs> that is a, a loose term settling everything down but you can always call the divisions their superiors ask them um, for their co superiors contact uh, so that you can report them um, these are all things that, that we can do and so that's that's just something that I, I wanted to say on that sixth question why the bystanders just standing by and recording an innocent man being suffocated I get you know what they were doing they were probably fearing for their own lives uh, I'd say rightfully so especially when you're watching uh, one man abusing his power and pressing that on another man's life and eventually taking another man's life um, but all these other ones I will be addressing um, very shortly so um, and then the other thing that I'll be talking about at the end is the outrage on social media and how it is both appropriate and justified and how there's some inappropriate things that I've seen that I think that need need more context and, and people need to use a little bit more logic when they're approaching this situation um i already know before i dive d into like the details that i'm going to be offensive like i know i'm going to be and i'm not trying to be like i'm not making this episode because i want to be offensive that i i want to cause this divide to this gap to widen even more like that's not why i'm making this at all i'm making this because i i feel i feel like it is right in my heart to make this because I see I see truth and I really want both sides to see the truth not each other's truth but I want them to see the truth the facts of the situation and saying that I am not I, I'm, I'm not <clears throat> not trying to put down anyone's emotions um, I don't I don't think that our emotions are necessarily wrong so long as they're not sinful so if we're if we're upset and if we're outraged if we're sad if we're mourning like these are all very right emotions to have um and if we're scared i also think that that is a right emotion to have uh because these are men of men of the law men of who swore an oath to uphold the law and they they obviously didn't so i'm not i'm not trying to minimize anyone's emotions throughout this i hear everyone and and what they're how they're processing and what they're going through uh with that said of let's let's jump into it so let's first talk about police protocol um what is police protocol usually in a situation like this um 
When someone is resisting arrest, police have the authority to use appropriate force to get the person to comply. W once police regain control situation, then force should be controlled and removed immediately, especially um, if the suspect is in handcuffs. So police can use force, believe it or not. Uh, for those who don't think that police should use force, um, they're trained to use force, and sometimes it is very necessary to use force. And if George Floyd was resisting arrest, then it was completely justified for them to use force to be able to get him in, in their control and get him in handcuffs. After that, the force should be completely removed from the situation. We've got him in cuffs, now get him into the vehicle and you know take him down to, the, to whatever precinct you're, you're in. Um, and then also when you're using force, you need to be very careful about the kind of force that you're using. You don't want to overextend your use of force. Um, you want to use just enough to get them to comply and that's it. And that's how police are trained. Whether people like it or not, that's how they're trained. Um, and the biggest reason why is for their, their safety. Um, when somebody is resisting arrest, the officer's life is being put at risk, and so they need to know how to protect themselves, and they also need to know how to protect the public, and sometimes that, that means using force. Is it, does, or does it suck that people got to use force? Yeah, it does, and you should never resist arrest, just don't resist arrest, um, but that, like, that's just the, the reality of, of what happens. Um, so, they... If they were using force initially just to get him to comply, um, then then it was right all the way up to the point where they had if they had him in handcuffs when they, when they had him in handcuffs, then the force should have been released. Like every everything could have been right up up until that point um, because then they did not um, remove their their force. His his knee, the officer's knee, was still in uh, George Floyd's neck for like seven minutes, um, even after unconsciousness. His knee was still in this guy's neck um which absolutely <laughs> baffles me that this officer would even do that but that's that's just the the protocol of what police are supposed to do um <clears throat> it so it appears the police had control for some time um therefore the knee to the neck was uncalled for and ends against police training um i actually have a a, a document um here once I can find it, on what what police um, should do, um, the use of force and in resistance. Um, so, if you if you have this right, the use of force, um, the use of force. If you have the use of force right, um, it must be reasonable and necessary, such that it res responds to the use of force by the officer making the unlawful arrest. The resistance must occur during the attempted arrest and the arrest must have no legal basis. Any use of force must be no more than what is needed to prevent the arrest. Many states have eliminated this right and now require citizens to comply with an arrest by a police officer. Okay, so everything before that was um, depending on, the, I, I forgot to mention this one statement, depending on the state where you live, you may or may not have the right to resist an unlawful arrest by using force. Um, but n now you do, is what that first paragraph was trying to get to. Um, if it's unlawful, you have the right to resist. But if it is lawful, you do not have the right to resist. Um, they, they, they have the right to, to, to arrest you. 
Um, so many states have eliminated this right and now require citizens to comply with an arrest by a police officer, even if they believe that the arrest may not be legal. They can challenge the arrest once they have been taken into custody. Successfully challenging the arrest may lead to getting the charges dropped and possibly filing a civil claim of false arrest against the police. Um, so arrests involving excessive force, so just excessive force. I'll just read into this a little bit. Controversies recently have arisen regarding the use of excessive force by the police in the course of making an arrest. Specific rules apply to the actions that a person being arrested can take in the situation. If the police officer is using force that creates a risk of serious and unjustifiable bodily harm, this amounts to the crime of assault or battery. As a result, you may have a right to self-defense when this happens, which means that you can use proportionate force to resist the officer. Um, so this is from um, justia.com that I got this from. So pretty much what it's trying to say is that um, officers can use force to arrest you. And if it is unlawful, and if you know it is unlawful, then you can resist. Um, but if it is a lawful arrest and you, you resist, then um, that is another charge added on to whatever arrest that they, or whatever charges that they arrested you for. Um, and th then it makes your situation a lot worse. Um, in, in this case, they they probably had the right um, and then they didn't have the right once once you complied um, and and it should be filed again there should be a civil claim filed against them um, but the FBI is looking into it and I'm, I'm pretty sure that um, not these particular officers aren't going to be um, sued it's going to be it's going to be the city that's that's sued um, so that's that's on the the, the use of force um, Whatever, whatever reasons that these officers had to arrest George Floyd um, is, n is now irrelevant because they used excessive force. And um, to put, put it bluntly, it, it was police brutality. Um, police 101 is, is knowing how much force is acceptable and when to let up. These officers were either trained very poorly or they were disregarding their training. Um, we don't know yet. That's, this is a disclaimer. We don't know yet. So we, um, we don't have the right to come to a conclusion about the motives of their behavior. We don't know why they did it, we just know that they did do it, and that's the only thing that we can really look at, is they, they did it, um, they should be charged for murder, and that's that. Um, we, don't know their, we don't know their motives, um, we, we don't know if they, it was because of they were being poorly trained or if they were really abusing their power. Um, we just know that it was wrong, and there should be, there should be consequences for those actions. Um, and now, now, I'm going to move into the, the controversial side. I just wanted to address that because I, d I did want to shed some light on like what police are supposed to do. And I wanted to show that what they did was very blatantly not what they were supposed to do. And I've talked to um, my father, who is a police op is a former police officer. He watched the video and he said that everything about this went wrong. Um, I actually even have a from Fox 9 um, use of force experts. Uh, this is a headline use of force experts George Floyd video like a checklist of things done incorrectly um, so there's just so much that went wrong I mean officers are, are trained to to put to use their knee um, in, in like the the saw spot of like the shoulder blade um, and of the back um, but never on on, on the neck <laughs> um, especially in, in a way that uh, causes somebody to, to not not breathe um, and these experts that were on um, Fox 9, um, they pretty much said that everything, everything that <laughs> everything that happened was was 100% wrong. Um, 
and a quote from um, Stoughton, who is a former police officer uh, on this article, said that he's badly applying something he was taught or doing something he was never taught. So that's just all all I have to say on, on, on the police part. That what they were doing was obviously wrong, and there is no argument against that. There should be no argument against that. So now on to the, the more controversial stuff. Um, and this is something I do not enter lightly. I really, really say this with like a a very heavy I guess you could say like a, a heavy heart like I'm not I'm not just saying this because I want to disagree with people or just saying this because I like to spark things I'm not doing any of that um so with that said let's just let's just go into it um this makes me uncomfortable I also want to say that like I'm very uncomfortable with this um because what happened here is contrary to things that I've stood up for in the past and now I have to now I have to shift um, and that's always uncomfortable when you have to shift um, your your beliefs or your perspective on things and it's it's a very humbling thing um, but at the same time you you have to you have to stand with truth you, you can't just stand with what you think might have happened you have to you have to stand with what you know happened and what we know what happened was wrong um, and now people are, are media and people on social media are now talking about what they think happened and so that's what I'm going to talk about now so point a we immediately make this a race issue with white supremacy being the headline the first thing I want to note on this is that I saw clear as day an Asian officer standing off to the side also not doing his job correctly so I don't find this to be a black and, and white thing um, while on the same topic hypothetically this could have been any guy I mean this could have been a, a man of any race um, and, and we do not we do not yet know the motives of, of these officers I mean they responded to this call um, they didn't just find a random black man and then pin him underneath their knee they they responded to a call according to Fox 9 they responded to a call um, and they didn't I, I mean maybe in dispatch it, they were given the the the, the suspects um, um, his description so you know large black man um, and so that's probably what they were they were looking for because that's the description they were given um, but I don't think that they just were patrolling um, and found a found a random black guy and decided to pin him underneath their knee and kill him so we don't we don't know the motives of these officers um, to call it racism is is not factually proven yet as of the recording of this episode, there have been no evidence to show that this man has any history of racism or prejudice towards the black community. And by this man, I mean the one that had his knee pinned um, against George Floyd's neck. There, there's no, there's no evidence that that he, that he's a, that he is a racist. Um, so we don't know. We don't know why, why he did it. Um, oh, and then I also want to point back, like, kind of circle back to the, the Asian officer standing off to the side. Um, I'm not saying that it is impossible for for Asians and to be racist against blacks or blacks to be racist against Asians, but what I'm seeing in media is that this is a white and black issue, and there was an Asian there as well who also was arrested for this for the situation and for the event, um, and so for me personally that that means that this is not a black and white issue. Um, it could be a race issue, but I don't think it's a white supremacy issue, and there is kind of a um, kind of a difference so um, we must look at this situation with the information we have and not the agenda we want it to have or even what we perceive uh, what we perceive it as having though I fully understand the anger and the cries for justice I, I do I, I fully understand why people want 
these men um, incriminated um, for for what they did. And I stand behind that protest. Uh, these men do deserve by U.S. law to be imprisoned and put in jail for what they did for murder. Um, but we cannot we cannot just look at this and be like, oh, this is racist simply because a white man killed a black man. Uh, we don't. I don't. I don't. Once again, we don't know if while his knee was in um, the the neck of George Floyd that he was thinking the whole time, like I'm going to kill this black man. Like this is something I want to do because I hate black people or you know whatever. We don't. We don't know that. Um, I also am angry, as hard as that may seem, for people who want to disagree with me and call me a bigoted racist white male um, who is a part of the issue, which I've already been slightly called on social media. Um, and that is expected. I, I expect that kind of criticism um, because according to culture, me being uh, a white male who is the son of a police officer, um, my opinion is completely irrelevant and disregarded. Um, and then now moving into to point two, I am all for the philosophy behind the protests as long as the protest is over a human life lost because that is what this is about so far. Uh, if I see any implications uh, that this was a racist act, then I can be on board 100%. Like, yeah, we we have a we have a problem with with racism, um, and I'm not saying that we we don't. I mean, I think racism has always existed, even before um, this the the civil rights movement in in the 60s and before slavery in the from the 1700s to the 1800s or the 1600s to the 1800s. Racism has always existed. Um, and I'm on board on the, hey, let's get, let's defeat racism. Let, let's have a discussion about maybe racial profiling um, in, instead of, you know, police brutality, um, because that's kind of like the root of police brutality in, in a way. Um, but I don't, I do not know, nor can I rightly assume that this officer did what he did simply because there was a black man under his knee. I mean, I'm, I'm repeating myself now because I, I really want to, really want to put it out there that we do not know that this officer is a racist um, yeah, uh, and, and I have, I have two questions here, and one of them is a two-part question for us to ponder. The first question is, is it possible that this officer killed a black man simply because he was not trained correctly, or because he abused his power, or does this have to be racist because there is no other explanation? Like, is that, is that what our culture has come to now, that this is just racism, like, this is just racist? Um, like, can, then, can't this just be, um, a man who did an evil act? just because he's evil, just because he abused his power. Racism doesn't have to have any any part of it. It could just be a man who uh, abused his badge and he used excessive force and he ended up killing a guy. Can it can it be that? Is it possible, these are, these are um, rhetorical questions, is it possible that that could be the case and this has nothing to do with racism? Something for us to think about. The second question is, uh, and this comes up all the time when something like this happens, but I still find it relevant to the discussion what if the colors were switched? What if it was uh, a black man pinning down a white man? Would it get the same media coverage? Would there be the same outrage? Personally, I think the, the answer would be no. I'm not even going to dive into this discussion, but it's just a, it is another question that we need to um, bring up and it is something that we need to, to think about if the colors were switched. Is it only racist when a white man does it to a black man um, or can a black man be racist towards a white man? Um, once again, that, that is rhetorical and that's something that I'd be willing to talk about on, on future episodes if people so wish to be on and have that discussion um the responses on social media has been both good and terribly bad i've seen actual posts saying that all cops are pigs 
blue lives don't matter, hashtag abolish police, etc. Um, and really? <laughs> Do people honestly want that? Do you really want that? I mean, so much for taking the moral high ground in the situation. Let's degrade men and women in uniform for degrading people of color, which might I add, um, is a conclusion media in the country has come to on its own. Uh, the FBI have not yet come to the conclusion that this is uh, racism and the investigation is still ongoing. Um, I've only seen it in, in, in these articles and I knew this was gonna happen the moment that I saw the video before I ever saw any of the headlines. Um, and sure enough, every single headline that I see says white officer kills black man. Black man um, dies from white officer. White officer presses knee on black man. And this was just by our media they made this a race issue, um, and we don't know if it is yet. Um, so that's, <laughs> that's that's what I have to say against these these posts is, um, like, do you really do you really think that all cops are, are pigs that blue blue lives don't matter, and that you you really want anarchy? You really want the police just to be gone? Um, it, I mean, if there's evidence that the officer who held his knee in Floyd's neck has repeatedly made racial comments, followed racist groups, surrounded himself with only white people, arrested black people for just being black, etc., then I will stand a little closer to the rest of the country that racism is a problem within our law enforcement and things need to change drastically. And, the, like, I, I'm willing to stand on that side if, if there's evidence, if there's proof of this. And I, and I know people are going to say, like, well, you're white. It's easy for you to say that. You, you, don't, have, you don't fear cops. Um, because you're white and blah 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 and sure I mean yeah there, there is a there is a truth to that I do think that blacks do fear police officers I don't think it's because they have to I think it's because media wants them to because the world wants them to uh, I'm not telling black people to fear police officers um, personally I found officers to be very nice <laughs> um, and then once again people are going to say oh that's because you're white um, I've also seen black officers who are equally as, as nice and equally hold up the law just as much as white officers do. And I have seen, in my community, I have seen white people being pulled over, I have seen black people pulled over, I have seen black pull over black, and I've seen black pull over white, and I've seen white pull over white, and I've seen white pull over black. I've, I've, I've seen um, inequality of pulling people over <laughs> within, within, our, within our police force. Um, and I just, like, I cannot stand behind the cops or all pigs, blue lives don't matter, abolish police. We, we, cannot, we cannot just take one example and then just have this blanket approach to all police officers. And my argument for this is if we're, if we're going to do that for, for police, if we're going to take a couple incidents that have happened um, and we're, gonna, we're just going to have the, that same perspective for all officers, that all officers are pigs, that all officers wear the badge specifically for the purpose of killing black men um then we should also have the then it w would not be wrong you cannot attack me i don't have this point of view i'm just bringing up this potential point of view um that of a, a black criminal then um encompasses all black people that all black people are criminals just because there's been this one case that a black person is a criminal like oh this black guy is a criminal and i've also seen like other recent events of black um criminal action going on in in my community therefore all black people are criminals like obviously we don't come to that conclusion um because it's stupid it's it's pathetic and it's it's illogical to come to that conclusion 
that because a, a few black men did a bad thing and are arrested and put in jail, that all black people are bad and, and should be put in jail. And same with police officers. Few police officers abuse their power. They should be um, they they should be incarcerated. Everything that I've just <laughs> said. Um, that does not mean every officer is bad. So that's that's my my piece on that. Um, I have grown up knowing cops were black and white, and none of them joined the force because they were itching to serve injustice on the minority community. I mean, it is a scary thing to know that there are people out there who actually think all cops are bad because the media portrays all cops as bad. I mean, I, I might also add it is scary to think that when um, when someone sees a you know a black criminal, then they they perceive everyone as a black criminal. I mean, the event of Georgia is is the the biggest thing that's happened in, in most recent news, and I find that. Um, I, that situation I find was was racist like because of the events that um, preceded that like I do believe that that was racism there um, but in this case we, we we don't know yet um, there, there's not enough evidence yet to prove that 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 is uh, correct um, the next point I want to make on social media something that I personally wrestle this this isn't with this isn't necessarily an argument of facts and assumption uh, but something I'd like to just briefly address um, I really struggle with the fact that believers in Christ forget that there will be justice served and it will be served justly by God. Do we want justice now? Absolutely, yes. I think it would be wrong to let this pass with the attitude of, well, if justice can't be served now, then we'll, we don't want to happen later. Like, we can't serve justice now because God will God'll handle it, um, which is true. God will handle it, um, but there does need to be immediate um, punishment and consequence now. Um but we need to remember that we are not better off, that we are condemned to the same hell um, if we do not have Jesus. And these men have the opportunity to receive grace and salvation. I've seen a few posts from Christians demanding justice, and I personally find it a little backwards because I think we should be praying for the salvation of these men over the punishment. Um, though I think that they should be punished. Like, I know that people are going to take that and twist it and be like, oh, you don't think these men should be punished? You think they should just get away scot-free? Absolutely not. I think that they should be punished. I think they should be imprisoned. Um, but it, believers should not be wishing punishment or uh, against against people, especially when uh, when we don't know if it was racist or not. Like, punishment for, for racism, um, for presumed racism, I don't think that Christians should stand behind. I think that we should... Um, want justice simply because a man took another man's life. I mean, that's what that's what we want justice for. And and if he's racist, uh, and it is found and it is discovered that he's racist, then there should be even more justice for 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 the racism. Um, but for right now, we should. Um, I think we should be praying for for these men um, because they. Yes, they were wrong, um, but but grace is is not, uh, and, and God's love is not conditional. It is unconditional. I think we should be praying for um, George Floyd's family. I think that we should be praying for the officers who have to now risk their lives because a few officers made a poor decision, and now they have to put their lives at risk um, to go out to these protests and make sure that the public is acting appropriately. And, I mean, th there's just... There's just a lot of things that I think Christians need to be praying for right now um, instead of having just this narrow-minded view. And I'm not saying that we are. I'm just saying like we need to be aware that there can be a narrow-minded view, and we should be on the lookout for that. Um, 
and the the story that I you know I think of is is Jonah in in Nineveh. I mean they were they were very wicked people, and Jonah literally wanted to watch God destroy the city of Nineveh um, because they were so wicked. Uh, but grace is still there. Like God saved the city um, despite Jonah's complaints and his groans that uh, that God needed to to destroy them because they're such a sinful people. Um, <clears throat> and and the same thing can be in this situation. Um, that by by men, yes, they they, they deserve um, all the consequences that come with their actions. Um, but by God, like there still is 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 grace in in the situation for for everybody. And that is that is very um, controversial. It's very offensive. I, I get that, um, but it's true. Um, I have expressed frustration with one side of the issue now, uh, and now it's time to address the other side. So, if you are pro-cop, now is not the time to defend these officers. I think I can say this because I have almost always come to the aid of police on social media when stuff like this happens, but what happened in Minneapolis is indisputably wrong. Um, do not try to come up with excuses for why these officers did what they did. I mean, I recently had a discussion with someone who is currently going to school for law enforcement, and he was trying to justify the actions and blame the fact that we don't know the context of the situation. Um, like, we don't know why they were doing what they were doing so we can't like we, we, we can't just demand justice and um I, I mean this is usually something that i address to the left but i'm addressing it to the right um this time wrongdoing is blatantly obvious and we need to stop allowing our emotions to get in the way like our emotions is clouding our judgment of the situation our emotions of like i don't want police to be bad like we're we are denying it and we just need to accept it that what happened was wrong and they they des they deserve everything that's that's coming to them. Um, and then number two, I I am disappointed at the lack of coverage this event has um has had from conservative people. I saw many discussions about what happened to Ahmad Arbery, um, but nothing yet on this. And this shows me that my political affiliation is not always high and mighty. The right does the same thing as the left. They cover only what helps them be more right in their thinking. And um and what happened in Minneapolis is not a good thing for the right. It, it, it is, um, I mean, because the right is, for the majority of the time, very pro-police, and this situation is um, very anti-police, and so the right isn't going to cover it. Um, and I think that all media should covering it for what it is, not for what it, they want it to be, not for any political agenda. Um, the last thing I want to discuss is the hypocrisy going on. The, the protests are, are violent, the posts on social media are despicable, and my question is, what makes you think you are any better? How can people find this event as a reasonable excuse to vandalize and destroy property? For a time that we should be coming together against injustice, why are we condemning innocent lives to the same punishment they had no part of? And by that I mean um, the police officers who now have to uh, respond to these protests with, with tear gas and they have to wear face shields and bulletproof vests. Um, now, now their lives are, are suffering because these few men did something very bad and very wicked and now they have to suffer for their actions because protesters cannot peacefully protest and i honestly think that um this is everything i mean this is a, a black lives matter movement uh, it already is and for for a community that is is for um standing up for black lives obviously um which i think is something that stemmed from martin luther king jr um, I do not think that he would be very pleased with what is happening in Minneapolis. Um, he used the phrase, um, 
hate begets hate, violence begets violence, toughness begets a greater toughness. We must meet the forces of hate with the power of love. Our aim must never never be to defeat or humiliate the white man, but to win his friendship and understanding. Um, and my interpretation of this is that when when somebody does something wrong, when, when these cops were being being wrong, regardless of whether it was racist or not, like we cannot use violence to then um, like respond to that because it just then like negates it. Like everything just becomes not like nothing pretty much. Everything becomes everything everything is wrong. It's hard to take a stance when both sides are being wrong in in, in their thinking and in their action. You, you don't you don't want to stand with the side that um, is maybe coming to the aid of these officers, but you also don't want to stand with the side that is smashing in cop cars and throwing rocks at um, other people and you know lighting lighting stuff off in the streets like you don't want you don't want to do that and so it's very hard to, t- to take a side when, when both sides are being morally and ethically wrong um that's that's the end uh, of, of this i hope that everything that i've made is made sense um if you're still listening thank you for still listening um once again i did not make this episode lightly and i put a lot of thought into what i wanted to say though i, I did know i repeated myself multiple times and that's because it yeah, you know, I I just really wanted to drive drive it in that like we, this is this is a situation that is terrible, um, and it is something that we we should all be mourning and it is something that we should all, um, be very very sad about. But I I also see just people just jumping to conclusions, just people being, uh, on both sides, people being like absolutely not. There's no way that these officers were wrong in what they were doing. Like there's there's no way. Like I don't I don't want it to be that. Like, um. Like that that's not the truth that I want to happen. And then the people on the other side are saying, like, this is racism, this is racist, um, abolish police. And it's like, okay, let's let's take a middle ground here. Let's find something that both sides can be can be right on. Um where the where the police um right and using force maybe initially. Sure, maybe. I mean I didn't see what what transpired before the video, um, but maybe they were right. Um, but the point whether then they were not right and Oh, I might add. Um, at the end of the video, they when they got him, when they got George Lloyd up onto the stretcher, he was in cuffs. So the officer's knee should have never been in his neck, ever through, throughout that whole video. Should have never been in in that guy's neck. And to the other side, let's let's be let's be a little bit more logical about our our reaction to this. Let's be a little bit more rational. Um, we don't want all police abolished because that would be very bad for our community. Our police do more good than bad, despite what media says. I mean, there are thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of police officers that wake up and go to work every day. Um, and I know that in the year of 2019, I believe 1,099 people have died um, from from police, which that seems like a lot. And it was there, I think there's only 27 days out of the whole year where somebody was not killed by a police officer um, and once again that seems like a lot uh, but th- those deaths like that is one officer in the midst of thousands of officers so those 1099 deaths were unless there were multiple officers unless there was officers who had multiple kills um, that's only 1099 officers who have killed somebody in in the sea of thousands and like i want to say i don't know how, I, I don't know the exact numbers but i, I want to say that there's maybe 50 to 100,000 officers out there if not more and only 1099 
have, have died at the hands of an officer. So I just want to put that in, in perspective that police aren't all bad. Media only portrays the bad police. They never portray the good police. We never see the good that police do because that's not news. It's not newsworthy. Um, it doesn't spark anything. Um, we, we enjoy looking at negative things more than we enjoy looking at good things. So that's just our, our human condition. Um, and I said, I said what I said in this video because I am seeing a lack of truth and I feel it is necessary to bring up another perspective that maybe we have not thought of yet. I hope I brought up something that makes, um, makes us think a little bit more um, on both sides. Um, and the purpose of this was to bring us together in a discussion. By no means do I mean to continue to divide. I just wanted us all to see each other's side of the story. So that is the end of this episode. Um, I don't know when the next one's going to come out. No promises. Um, I'm kind of pushing off an essay to do this. Um, yeah, thanks, thanks for listening to this, and uh, we will see you in the next episode.